Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at golfsub 70 all right, folks, welcome back to another edition. Rob, how are we doing? Good. What's going on, Tom? Not much, man. Just enjoying the week. Um, we had a great week of golf with um, not necessarily Hudson's what? Won three times now or four times? Yeah, I think that was his third one. Yeah, but what I was getting at is going into the back nine there, there was like four guys that were winless on the tour going mm-hmm. after going after the first W, which was pretty cool to see. I know. I was rooting uh, hard for Harry Higgs. I like him a lot. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the Higgs train. I was also on the Harold Varner train until he yeah. dumped one in the water. Yep. Um, yeah, there was a couple guys. Up, but to me, that's just, that's just as exciting as seeing, like, you know, um, a stacked leaderboard with guys that mm-hmm. have multiple wins. Like, give me – Give me five guys in the hunt that haven't won before on the tour. Yeah, for sure. That's I thought that was – did you see the whole uh, Venmo thing with Harry Higgs with his ace? No. I caught a glimpse of it today, but basically, you know, he's got a – his name is what his name is on his Venmo handle. So he's joking that he's got to change it now to be more more secretive. But basically people – is what I took from it was requesting money because of his, his hole-in-one because they watched it pretty much. You know, for oh, wow. drinks, I think okay. I, it went it went in and out. I'm not entirely sure, but they were making he was making fun about you know it probably only cost him like fifty bucks. But speaking of, what a dumb concept! It should be the other way around. Like you shouldn't have to pay for anything when you make an ace. That's true. I mean, well, did we ever talk about like the whole the shoes? No. So it's funny. Like I've never heard of this before, but so. You know, my coworker, he's he's a member at Idlewild, and then I have a couple other friends. And I think it was maybe three times this past golf season I heard it. But you know, always I was always like, you know, if someone gets a whole one, you buy the foursome drinks, blah blah blah. But now it's like you buy the foursome new golf shoes. Says who? It might be a country club thing, but it was it was like so. The Charlie is his name. He was in a foursome. I think it might have been hole one, two, hole three at Idlewild. The I've guy got a hole one. Yeah, but I heard it, it. It happened three times this past season. It was crazy. That's preposterous. I know. It's, like I, it's I, pretty expensive. I would literally buy like kids' shoes and give them to them. There's no way I'm buying you a pair, like especially three other guys. Right. Exactly. We should. Well, they got. We I was gonna say they got your uh, ignites. You got your ignites from the clubhouse there. I mean, I thought the drinks was dumb. That's even worse. Like typically, you're you, you know you're inside like the clubhouse, and supposedly you have to buy like I've never had an ace, so I don't know. But you have to right. buy the whole clubhouse <laughs> drinks. Like I don't get that. Like we right. need we need to start changing that narrative to where whoever gets an ace should be getting drinks for the entire night. You should start like a ace spot for the tour. We've thought about it. Um, 
it would so it would only have to be on holes where there was cameras at that course. Like I remember when I was at Glen Woody. So like, you know, the third hole is their part, you know, their Mm -hmm. uh, club par three hole where people, you know, don't pay the part. Yeah. Cause there's a camera. So Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I could, I could ask um, these courses if they do have a par three camera. That, that's the only way of legitimately doing it. You make complete sense. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. I mean, we've had some we've had some aces on tour, some notables. Matt McGinnis, Southside Tour, and yep. the tour. Um, Gabe Padilla. That one was McGinnis's was at Old Oak. Gabe Padilla's was at Seven Bridges. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, 16. that's right. Yeah, you're right. What is that? 16, 15, 14, somewhere in that ballpark. That and it's yeah, long. They show a part three. No. Oh, the long part three. Oh yeah. no, then that's 10, 11, 12, 13, I think. Thirteen. It's like mm-hmm. one ninety two or two hundred something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, well, Danny McGrail. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't remember who else there's a, there might be a couple more, but yeah, to your point, I mean, that would be a nice little payday for, uh, for whoever. Sure. You know, I'm sure that could potentially go on for a couple seasons because one, you have to do it at a course that has a camera. Right. Exactly. So yeah, we could start that up. Be a nice little, uh, a nice little kitty. That'd be interesting. I'll tell you what, whoever wins that ain't buying anybody no shoes or uh, <laughs> drinks. Right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta change that up. Um maybe we'll get you know somebody bigger than us to to start moving that that narrative. But um Rob, we had a weekend. We did have a weekend. It was fun. We had a hell of a weekend. So for those listening, um Rob and I went out to Sub 70 HQ on Friday yep. um, to discuss some business. We also went over to Sub 70's new building, the 70, which is in downtown Sycamore. Um, it's essentially their new private fitting experience. Yeah, private fitting center. Um, yeah. Couple bays, indoor putting green, bar. Um, that will be ready to rock in march actually next yeah. month so oh no we're still in january right yeah. yeah so it will be finished sometime in march uh place looks great um uh, but let's rewind while we were at sub 70 hq we were able to breaking news breaking news breaking news we were able to get a deal done and that deal is sub 70 is the official Chicago Golf Tour sponsor, as well as the exclusive sponsor of the Scratch Series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we were super pumped. Um, You know, I guess we've always had a really good relationship with those guys. Um, Obviously, our, you know, Jason, the founder and CEO was on, what, a month ago, a month and a half ago. But the guys... The guys, the team behind the scenes, you know, Jay, Rye, 
um, and some of those guys that, you know, like I said, are, are behind the scenes that really, you know, get that train going. Those guys are super impressive. Um, I mean, the whole, I mean, the whole experience, you know, from start to finish is great. You know, the product right. is awesome. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a good fit and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. It's a really good fit. Um, everything they do there, it just like blows my mind. I mean, it's so cool. That was cool to see all the all the setups of the irons being built. That's impressive. Yeah, the fitting stations, even just like the raw materials, the you know the club heads, the shafts, all the stuff in the warehouse. I know we've we've been there before, but like I can go there each week and find something like totally awesome. So yeah, that place is just like you know we're we're kids in a candy store there. But um, what I was getting at is it. It wasn't as business typey as I make it out to be. Um, it was very laid back. That's yeah. kind of how, you know, our motto is their motto. Um, you know, that's why it's a good marriage. Um, yeah, they, they're all about having fun. And, yeah, we like, know, that's good. Right. We like to have fun, kick back, you know, maybe not take things so serious. Um, mm-hmm. At least we tried to on, on the golf course, that is. Right. Um, but, yeah, what a hell of a Friday. It was awesome. I, um, you know, I called Rob on the way home just to discuss some um, golf show stuff. And I mentioned something. And Rob was so jacked up on the call from the <laughs> sub-70 uh, meeting. He gave me a, let's go. So, it was awesome. It was, it was everything that uh, we hoped and we're just, we're super excited to work with those guys in, in 2022 and, you know, hopefully we could, we could both uh, blow it out of the water. So. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, um, you know, a value we're bringing to our guys too, you know? So yeah, it's uh, it'll be a fun year. So speaking of that value, a couple things. So the email that went out last week and then last week's actually last week's podcast. I don't think we discussed it. We've discussed it in the past, but um, the value that, that Rob mentioned. So we're going to be had, we're going to have a e-commerce pro shop with uh, on our website with uh, club equipment. So woods, irons, putters, balls, etc. Sub 70 is also going to be a part of that. So you're going to be able to have, you know, um, you're, you're going to be able to get sub 70 clubs, you know, at discount on our website. That's part of our partnership. Um, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for that primarily just because I think there's still a bunch of guys in the Chicago golf tour that aren't familiar with sub 70. And I think, I think one, once they get their eyes on them, they're going to be like, man, those things are sick. And then like myself, once you hit them, you're like, mercy, these things are nice. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, all of their clubs are just so good looking. I mean, I think it's primarily their, their different colors. They're raw, they're satin, they're black. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're easy to hit, very forgiving. You know, they got something for everybody. So. This is true. Their clubs are 
custom made and they are yep. for, you know, a scratch to a, a 25 handicap. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially, they are direct to consumer. Yep. And they're basically half price off of other, you know, OEMs. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Especially now, man. I mean, we've talked about it. Clubs are just equipment in general is crazy right now. Um, so if you're in the market, definitely give sub 70 a listen or excuse me, uh, a go. You can yep. visit the website, you could set something up, you could head out to Sycamore. And like I said, they'll, they'll custom build your entire set uh, for essentially half the price. So, yeah, I mean, they're easy to reach, easy to talk to on the phone. So if you can't get down there, they'll talk you through everything. So it's awesome. And their customer service is, is bananas. Oh, top notch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very jealous of their customer service. Cause I wish I had, you know, half the patience they do. Um, sometimes, you know, it's not hard, but they do it very well. Um, I remember Jason saying, you just got to treat everybody like they're your brother-in-law. So that, mm-hmm. that kind of stuck with me. Yeah, that's my new, that's my new motto in 20. That's your new motto. Okay. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Obviously they just want you to be happy with your finished product and they'll, whatever it takes, how many rounds, you know, it, it's my experience was the same way, you know? So it was, they just want to get you the final product that you enjoy that you hit. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you got to send them back or whatnot, you know, as long as the customer's happy, which is pretty cool these days, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we had a, we had a hell of a Friday. Um, so we were able to spend the evening night with those guys. Um, so we're pumped. We're pumped for everything that, that 2022 has to offer with them. Yep. We, we have some, some cool stuff coming. Um, some co-ops, probably some merch, um, just a lot of cool things. Um, so yeah, we're super excited. Yeah. So speaking of the weekend, we obviously talked about it earlier. Um, you know, we had the American express Hudson Swafford won that. I think Hudson just, you know, had that, had that composure. He's kind of been there before, um, mentality and, you know, just didn't make a big mistake down, you know, down the stretch, like a couple guys did. So back to the email that went out last week. So not only are we going to have the e-commerce pro shop, but wanted to clear up just cause we've gotten some questions, um, in regards to the one hour block tea times on each of the Saturdays and Sundays of each event. So mm-hmm. you still have the weekdays by all means, and you still have yeah, the full two weeks. Yeah. You still have your full two weeks. You, you still have whatever works for you schedule wise, but this is just another opportunity for us to be able to offer you guys, you know, uh, essentially a standing tea time every mm-hmm. weekend at every event, you know, both weekends. So, you know, like I said prior, it might not be the same window each event or even each weekend of the event. It could be a nine to 10 on that Saturday. And then the next day, Sunday, it could be one to two, but it's an opportunity or a window for you guys to be able to meet up and play and network. Um, 
it's essentially a safety net, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it allows guys to, you know, say, Hey, well, and obviously you have to book this pretty well in advance because we have to circle back with the courses. Um, but we're going to take care of that by creating a legit T sheet um, with dates and times on our website. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll share that with courses, but um, yeah. So just to clear up any confusion, you guys totally have still a two week window. You could play whenever, um, but this is just more of an opportunity for you guys to get together um, and be able to play together or just have, you know, um, something in your back pocket, say something falls through on Thursday and yeah. it's not booked out yet. You will, you could check the sheet and say, well, Hey, let me check that one hour window for, for Saturday or Sunday. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a huge benefit for the guys that sometimes can't find any to play with either. You know, if it's, right. you know, it's just another way to, help guys out. So, right. Right. Essentially. So just to clear the ear on that, I had another question about handicaps since we are going to, um, leaderboard Kings world handicap system, you know, what handicaps are going to be used prior to essentially for vetting. So good question. Um, any members that played last year, all of your scores and stuff like that still lives in the events in leaderboard King. So Mm -hmm. we'll just transfer those. So you'll play at, you know, whatever your leaderboard King tournament handicap is, is what essentially we're doing next year in 2022. Anyhow. Right. So we'll just be able to pull that for new members, new members. There will be a place on the registration form where you could either a, input input your um, last six rounds or upload you know some type of revision or handicap so that we could then take that and give you a base handicap going into the new season Um, and as always new members handicaps are reduced by two um, to start and then you know um, prior members will remain at their normal playing handicap. So that's how we will essentially vet or use handicaps in 2022. And just as a reminder, so Rob and I, most of the guys in the Chicago golf tour have always had a CDGA handicap. Uh, We recommend keeping that just in case anything should ever happen. Or if you want to play in CDGA events or, you know, other tournaments, the, the leaderboard King world, world handicap is essentially just for the CGT and that kind of just lives within the CGT. So if you want to play in other outside games or carry like a, an actual, um, every, every day handicap, then I would keep CDJ. Yeah, um, I am. Yeah. It's just the easiest thing instead of, you know, going back and forth between, you know, a tournament handicap and then just like your everyday slap it around handicap. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that cleared things up, but that brings us to our book it with T farmer picks. Here we go this week. Are you pumped Rob? I'm curious to see what he's going to pick for this. Who's your guy. Let's start there. To be honest with you, I have not even thought about it. With all the good football this past weekend, I haven't even 
put any thought to it. Want to know something sick? Did you take the bills last night? Nope. <laughs> Did you not watch any football? Not one second. What? Not one single second. Oh, man. It was good. I know. I saw highlights. I was pretty jealous. I honestly, I was, I was going to turn on the, uh, the bills game and then I got caught up doing something. And then I started pounding Ozarks again. (laughs) So big Ozarks guy. Yeah. Um, although I mean, the show is just getting ridiculous at this point. Like it's, it's almost like too, you know, it's almost too fake to where it's like, okay, this is like getting out of control. Um, but I, you know, I still watch it. It's still pretty yeah. good. Um, but yeah, I, I was kind of disappointed in myself. I didn't watch any kind of football. Yeah, I felt terrible for Alan. <laughs> that was, yeah. I just felt terrible. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. I mean. So either way, I have not put any thought into picks. So I am curious about T's picks. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get to it. Well, what about you? Did you put, did you think about anybody or no? Yeah, but I've already looked at his picks. So it kind of, okay. you know, muddies the water. Yeah. But sure. uh, all right, let's hear him. All right, let's go. We got the farmer picks. The farmer picks. Uh, we'll do with T. So his long shot is Mr. Norin, 120 to one. And then we got Max Homa at 70 to one. And then we got Connors 50 to one, Mr. Scheffler again, 25 to one. And then his favorite DJ 20 to one. And you could see him. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) And you could book it with T. It with T. I saw the the pictures of uh, DJ on the driving range today. Got me all jacked up. Yeah. I'm pumped. Um, I think that's a good pick. I know Rom in some, not necessarily on any books, but in some golf um, articles, websites I read, he was like 15 to one or 18 to one, something like that. Dude, he was heated this weekend. Oh yeah. I, I, did you see, did you hear the, the mic? Dude, so funny. That was awesome. Yeah. In, in his accent, you know, this fucking Mickey Mouse course is just a putting contest. <laughs> that's pretty good. What that that personation? That's pretty good. Hey, thanks, man. Um, yeah, I, I was dying. I thought it was hilarious. And then I was reading from other guys on Twitter, like other pros, that like he's not wrong. So oh, I, I saw all the all the putts that he had that lipped out so sharp. It was crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Well, they say they say desert golf usually is a putting contest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hey, give me Rom fired up at any point, anytime. Just give him a mic. I mean, very true. He is he is very comical, um, fiery. I mean, the old Spaniard is you know he's just gonna let whatever fly off his chest. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Um, who was it? Sungay M. It was one of the loudest fucks I've ever heard on TV. No, you didn't I hear that one. <laughs> no. Oh, it was, dude. It was like 
The announcers didn't say anything for literally 40 seconds. Wow. It was probably, I don't know. It was like midway through the broadcast. So they might've been, he might've been on the back ready, but it was so blatantly obvious and it was so loud. Like I started dying laughing. Um, yeah, I'm, I think that should be, I think live mics should be like, don't get me wrong. Some stuff I think, you know, there's time, time and place for it. But like, I think especially like right after shots, I think there should be a live mic no matter what. Cause that's, that's when you, you get, you know, a a candid emotional response. Oh yeah. True reaction. Yeah. True reaction. Um, you know, talking with caddies, I love, but I think besides that, you know, there's a really, you know, there's really no need. Um, but yeah, live mics are awesome. I do like the general talk between Spieth and Geller a lot. Greller. Yeah. Well, Spieth's your boy, so not surprised by that. Uh, <laughs> who do you like out of T's picks the most? I do like DJ. I he's got it. His swing is awesome. Yeah, I just like his demeanor. Yeah, that's true. I like how he just gives zero, not one fuck, and he just he walks like, you know, he walks like a a big like Saint Bernard, where his paws are like too big for his body, and you know he just gallops along and doesn't have a care in the world. Dude, what about uh, – we didn't even talk about um, – I don't know if you watched – did you see Danielle King? That was awesome. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. What was awesome prior to – did you see the inter- interview she did with Barcel Sports? The uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to it or watch it, I should say. The day before? So she said she's played that course like very few times. Mm-hmm. And she said – it's kind of like Shadow Creek to where it's tough one, but it's there's some holes where it's like very gimmicky around the greens. So if you don't mm-hmm. know where to miss, she's like, you're in a super bad spot. So she said she went out and walked nine by herself and the front nine took her three hours by herself because she like went all over the sure. place and looked at little different nuances and she let three groups play through her because she was like taking all these notes and like, you know, trying to remember stuff. Uh, but basically she, she told uh, those guys like, yeah, like I, I don't know this course at all. And they're like, well, do you think you could win? And she was like, I don't know the course. <laughs> then look what happened. Right. Yeah. She so, had an awesome round on Sunday. As always, are you ready for the top three? Oh, you know it. Give it to me. Let me hear this. All right. I want to know. What are your top three favorite shots to hit? <laughs> uh, straight off the tee, straight off the tee, and straight off the tee. Literally? <laughs> no. Um, top three shots to hit. You are, I do big, like, you are a big tee ball guy. Uh, I like uh, holes that are, you know, slightly dog reg leg to the right where you get to you know fade a ball off the tee because that's the natural ball flight for me 
Um, so that'd probably be three. Two would be if I have my if I have my sand game going to, you know, there's nothing like a good uh sand save on the bunker, you know, next to a bunker. Nothing like a good sand save. Nothing like a good sand save. And then um God man. I mean AMs I don't know. AMs aren't supposed to get up and down from the sand. So True. There, so there's nothing like a, a good sand save. Uh, no, especially that, you know, yeah, when you put a little English on it, it stops right there. Just uh, it's a beautiful thing. Talk beautiful dirty. thing. Talk dirty. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, man, just a simple, again, big T-shot guy. But, um, you know, if you have like a par three that you're like seven or eight iron into the green, then, you know, you just hit it crisp and it just, you know, it stays on that pin. Then you have that little glimmer of hope that you might get that hole in one, but at least it, you know, it stops, spins back a little bit. So yeah, those are have to be top three. Animal mention would have to be like uh when you drain a long ass putt, you know, 30, 40 feet. Nothing like that too to get you going, especially in a scramble. Oh like yeah. The, yeah. That gets so. the boys fired up. Big time. Big time. There's a lot how of how about just there's a yeah, lot of, how about, a lot of hooting and hollering. <laughs> a lot of high five. A lot of a lot of uh tiger fist bumps i'll give you that one mm-hmm. uh but yeah so those are mine what about you uh i would have to go yeah i would say probably i'll go more like universal like a shot shape off the t-box so mm-hmm. to your point whether that's you know dog right dog left or um even a little stinger that like none of us know how to hit half the time but when we do it feels great i i you know that's one thing i wish i could accomplish off the tee because those are like i'll sit there on instagram all the time and watching those guys hit those stingers from like where they put the camera down you just see it's like it's fucking nuts nuts um unless it's like a very abbreviated like punch for me i don't have a shot at ever hitting a stinger because i'm just so steep Mm -hmm. um but i barely try to hit a stinger ever in my life more just like flighted stuff but like not really a stinger i mean i don't even Mm -hmm. i don't even have that club in my bag but um yeah i would just say like a you know a go-to or like you know, when you have to play a certain shot shape off the tee, that's fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like courses set up that way. I don't, you know, straight fairways, just straightaway fairways gets kind of boring after a while. But number two, I would probably say like a, I would probably say like a really good up and down. Mm. So whether that's like, you know, short-sided and chip up, get in, or, you know, if you, you know, if you just kind of lay one short with a putt or blow it past and then make like a 12 footer coming back for a parser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are just as big as birdies to me. And, you know, in my opinion, um, and then I would say no doubt about it. Number one is, probably like a mid to full wedge Mm. yeah okay big big wedge guy 
big wedge guy, huh? Yeah, I like. I love my numbers. I'd rather obviously have a full wedge, like a full pitching wedge. I should I should say that's like the sweet spot. But I don't. I I love hitting. Or I, I should say I love practicing too. Like three quarter fifty fours or you know maybe like a 75 90 yard shot mm-hmm. i like those a lot i just think you could do so much with it like you know you can come in low you could throw it up high depending where the pin's at oh yeah it's a good top three yeah Till next time there rob we'll see you in the fairway see you in the fairway time see you buddy